Welcome to this episode of Brave Feminine Leadership, where it's just me, it's just Melissa having a chat to you about an incredibly exciting thing that we've got coming up starting on the 1st of June. So I've been really busy. I've been interviewing some new incredible leaders, and I'm so excited to bring this to you guys. So today I'm just hoping to sort of whet your appetite with a little bit of information about the speakers, who's joining me. And I'm just going to talk about the first week's lineup. So the way that this one's going to work is a little different for anyone in the audience who's watched some of my interview series before. Um, I guess previously I've sort of contained people to a very short space of time to watch these interviews. And that was a bit of a luxury when we were all locked down a couple of years ago. And that's just not the way that we're rolling anymore. You know, I know from speaking to so many incredible professional women that I work with that we are just busy. You know, we're flat out trying to keep up with the things going on in our lives. And even though we're craving access to incredible mentors, um, it's hard. It's hard to fit it all in. So I've done something a little bit differently. And this time what I'm doing is you can stream these conversations on demand when it suits you. And I guess the benefit of coming and joining the festival, it's called the Festival of Inspiration for Women in Leadership. The benefit of coming and joining that is that you're going to get to see the video interviews. You're going to get to see them now. Um, I mean, you can choose to wait for podcast. If podcast is your thing, you're here. It probably is. But if that's your thing, you might be waiting for a while. So once we finish these interviews, and there's 21 speakers that I've spoken to, we will drip feed those to podcast across the remainder of the year. So I would love you as I talk about some of these speakers. If you're keen to hear the conversation I had with them, then come and join the festival. It's very easy to join. You go to bravefeminineleadership.com. There's a bright yellow banner across the top. Click on that um, before the 1st of June and you're in. Um, if you're here after the 1st of June, um, you can probably still find it. It'll be running until the 21st of June. So let me talk about these incredible speakers and, and my thinking behind some of this. You know, I've been thinking a lot recently about my own journey to the CEO role, and I keep reflecting on how incredibly lucky I was to have leaders who invited me into the room with them, into the room with them when they were in board meetings, when they were in challenging conversations with clients, you know, I was there and I got to, you know, debate with them, listen, observe, understand the thinking and how they were making the decisions that they needed to make in their role. And all of those things, you know, most of it, I had great leaders, most of it I absorbed and, and really, you know, looked as that as something I could role model myself on. Sure, over the years, I also spent some time with some leaders that I probably didn't want to role model everything that I saw. Um, but that's life, right? None of us are perfect. So coming up, week one, the Festival of Inspiration for Women in Leadership, the brilliant Nicole Sheffield. If you don't know Nicole, Nicole's the Managing Director for One Digital at West Farmers. She's had an incredible career. I mean, she has driven customer experience at Australia Post. She's spearheaded digital strategy at News Corp. She's a Director of Chief, Chief Executive Women. She's the President of the Australian Retailers Association. She's incredible and she's been fearlessly intentional about shifting industries and is really open about the fact that she wants to be a remarkable CEO, not just a CEO. You know, we talk about, you know, her, her law degree and starting as a lawyer and the feedback she got early on that saw her change careers 
um, pretty pretty quickly. You know, she talks to me about working in different environments and having to learn to sort of shed her leadership armour um, over time. So terrific conversation. Really encourage you to make time for that. The next one um, in that week is Craig Tiley. Craig is the CEO of Tennis Australia. And if you haven't had the chance to come across Craig before, he's probably one of the most incredibly well-networked people I've ever met. Craig is wonderful. I mean, Craig spent a lot of time coaching elite tennis players before um, you know, heading to the Australian Open and coming in as, I think, tournament director um, at the time and then moving to the CEO role. He's transformed that event. And there are some really simple, practical things that Craig shares that, you know, I just think are amazing. Um, you know, early on when he shared a discipline that he's got every single morning, he follows the same thing every single morning. And I really think it's a game changer that a lot of us could pick up from. So, you know, we talk about the incredible challenges during COVID. Um, and for anyone in the Australian marketplace, you probably don't have to Google much to uh, find some of the headlines of the time uh, where Craig was under significant pressure. And so we just talk about how he had to get the noise out of his thinking um, at the time. Craig is... is such a man of action when it comes to gender equality. And I would love you to hear some of the tips and things about what he accepts and what he doesn't accept. I think they're really powerful. So um, I hope you enjoy that conversation with Craig. I know I did. The next one is the incredible Rhonda Morris. Rhonda is the VP and Chief Human Resources Officer at Chevron in the US. She's been there for 30 years. And what a wonderful conversation with Rhonda. I mean, she shares the period in time that, you know, recent times where George Floyd was murdered in the US and Rhonda was the only senior female um, and black, fem black female employee in that leadership team. And the vulnerability she shares about the challenges of being in that environment and realising that her long-term colleagues just didn't understand what it was like to be her. Um, this is a really powerful conversation and um, I just please make time for this conversation. It really is. So um, I'm so glad that I met Rhonda. I really loved our conversation. The next one is Tammy Medard. Tammy um, runs Australia's largest institutional banking business um, at, at ANZ. And, you know, we talk about this sliding doors moment in her career where, you know, she had to make a choice about did she want to follow the serious life of a Manhattan banker uh, which was the job she was doing at the time, or sort of follow the pull of a group of backpackers that she met in Australia who were just so light and carefree and weren't taking life or themselves too seriously at all. And uh, you'll have to listen to the conversation to find out which path she chose. But Tammy's just a fascinating person. And I love, you know, we talk about being intentional as a leader and it was so interesting for me in that conversation where Tammy just shared with me that, you know, as a child of Cuban Cuban immigrants, 
she kind of understood what it was like to be underestimated from an early age and didn't have the luxury of not being intentional. So sort of felt that she had to be very intentional about every stage of her career. Tammy also shares with us, you know, post-COVID, you know, just reflecting and realising that the schedule she'd set for herself just wasn't sustainable. And so I love how she shares with us that, you know, she really had to stop and be very intentional about her leadership and intentional about all areas and aspects of her life. So loved that conversation as well. So Jane Caro, um, many of you will know Jane, you know, she's a novelist, a columnist, um, a social commentator. Um, you know, she's she's been on all sorts of different things over the time, over, you know, periods of time, starting, you know, in the world of advertising. And look, we discuss laundry, uh, laundry and laundry baskets in this conversation far more than anyone ever probably should discuss laundry but when you listen to the conversation it just fits in beautifully it is perfect to what we are covering and you know one of the things that Jane says that just really resonated with me was you know she said you can be mediocre you can be plain you can be fat you can be flatulent and you are still a decent person you know she is such a straight talker her superpower, which obviously served her well in the world of advertising, is that she's just got this brilliant brain that turns situations around and views problems from all angles. So, you know, I love her thoughts when we talk about why there are not more female CEOs. You know, I love some of the things she shares with me. And there's just a part at the end of the conversation where we really get into brave feminine leadership most of you here will know that I ask all of my guests what brave feminine leadership means to them. And there's part of the response that Jane gives for me that um, has really, really stuck with me. And um, it's so powerful. And she talks about the fact that, you know, love is an action. Love isn't a feeling. Love is an action. And when you get to that part of the conversation, gosh, it just, I just explained so much to me um, and I think opened up so much of the opportunity there and I think as a as a mum you know I think about how do I pass that message on to my kids as well so absolutely brilliant um, Sarah Kay, if you haven't met Sarah Kay before, she leads the Woods Bag at Sydney studio so she's had a, an architectural career sort of spanning you know, two decades and three continents. And she talks at one stage in her career about getting a phone call on a Friday, which she moved to London and leaving on Monday. Sarah is um, is wonderful. This conversation to me was just like settling in with an old friend and just really chatting about how life really is. And Sarah and I did not know each other at all before this conversation, but sometimes you just have that connection. And we talk about how the CEO role is changing, how it's changing into one that, you know, potentially is something that women can look at and see themselves as interested in. And it really makes me think I often ask people, I often ask leaders the question to reflect on, you know, when people look up, what do they see? And I genuinely think that Sarah's on to something in this conversation about the fact that for so many years, I think so many people women, but, you know, I think so many people broadly have looked up and seen a version of a CEO role that they don't aspire to. 
and probably assumed that that was what the role had to be if they were going to move into that role. And so, you know, we start to tackle some of those um, conversations. Sarah's brilliant. She's a passionate supporter of equality within the property industry. I am so glad we met and, you know, I'm confident that you will enjoy this conversation. It's really worth listening to. And then the last person in my first week's lineup, if I've counted correctly, this should be number seven, is Kylie Bolo. And Kylie is the managing director for ADP um, here in Australia and New Zealand. ADP is a global juggernaut um, that historically has been all about um, human resources, services, uh, payroll processing, a whole range of things like that. And Kylie has been with them for a long time. And, you know, we talk about the need to sort of take on stretch assignments. And she talks about taking an overseas assignment on where she moved her family over to Barcelona and lived for several years. And, you know, she she just so openly shares the challenges with that assignment and how she struggled and how she struggled to find her voice and work out how she was going to make an impact over there and was full of self-doubt about whether she was going to be able to. And so in this conversation, we explore, you know, what were the steps she took to actually recognise her strengths, you know, the unique strengths she had that she could bring to the table and find her voice and find the value that she was adding into the conversation. So it's a brilliant conversation as well. So I feel so incredibly lucky to continue to be supported by these wonderful leaders who are just so open to sharing their story, you know, their lessons. These are all, you know, humble leaders who just answer the questions that I ask of them, you know, just really honestly and genuinely. So Look, if you're out there, if you are looking for a little burst of inspiration as we approach the end of May um, and looking ahead for the rest of the year and thinking, Whew, how am I going to do this? Then um, just tune in and pick one or two of these conversations. I promise that they could actually be game changers for you in terms of how you're feeling. They could unlock something for you in terms of a conversation you need to go and have with someone um, or an opportunity that you've been, you know, mulling over it might suddenly become clear to you about how you need to tackle it. So wishing you a wonderful week ahead. As I said earlier, it's called the Festival of Inspiration for women in leadership and it's very very easy to find it so if you head to our website www.bravefeminineleadership.com right across the top you will see a bright yellow banner asking you to register to join that three-week festival so come on in jump into that quickly and uh, you will get the chance from the first of june to get stuck into one or all of these seven conversations the following two weeks, we'll have um, additional people roll out and I'll share who they are in coming episodes. So have a brilliant, brilliant week. Thank you for being part of the Brave Feminine Leadership audience. And I am really looking forward to bringing these conversations to you. Head to our website, bravefeminineleadership.com and have a magnificent day.